This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. It's match day for Arsenal in the Premier League as West Ham are the team that are yet to play Arsenal. Meanwhile, Gabriel has indeed finally revealed the reasons behind what happened at the start of the season, kind of. And Granit Xhaka has downed Bayern Munich. What a time to be alive. This is the Arsenal News Show on Match Day. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal News Show. Join you every morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you as always for joining me and making this a part of your morning routines. It is very much appreciated. I hope you've had a good weekend so far. I know that yesterday's results, which we will talk about shortly, were not the best. Uh, it's probably fair to say. We're not. Uh, it wasn't a Saturday to enjoy. That's uh, that's be fair. We, we have to be very uh, honest about the fact that it's not uh, it's not been great from that perspective. But we'll talk about that shortly. Good morning to those joining us in the chat box: Matt G, Rich, Glenn, Jalali, Amira, Damian, Paul, Stevie, uh, Steve, Temi, Jean, uh, Owen, Morgie, uh, Maximius, Kaiser, Martin, Angela, Scouskuna, Josh, Adagoke, uh, Tabani, and plenty more of you guys and girls as well. Thank you so much as always. For tuning in, very much appreciate your time. Uh, have a fantastic Sunday, uh, all the way up into the game, which hopefully we will realise Arsenal aren't going to ruin it. But that's what we're hoping for, at least. Um, if you could drop a like on the video, as I maintain, these weekends are our toughest in terms of that. However, yesterday, you absolutely smashed it. Well over a 1,000 likes on yesterday's Saturday video. Uh, those that are so determined to help us through this cause thank you and if you're listening on audio platforms and you've hopped over to youtube just to drop a like on the video as well thank you so much to you all for supporting the channel and to helping it succeed in the way that it does i'm looking forward to seeing so many of you in a couple of weeks less than a couple of weeks actually a week on thursday so yeah very very excited to see uh, if we can keep this going for as long as feasibly possible so do drop a like subscribe and of course turn those notifications on so you never miss a show let's jump into today's stories first of all let me tell you uh, that there is indeed a preview show for you to watch uh, you can join myself Bryce um, and, uh, and oh my goodness uh, but Tom, of course it was Tom. I had a real mind blank then. Bryce and Tom joined us. Uh, Tom Sable, of course, from the Gulf Coast Gooners, which, of course, you can see uh, displayed on the back wall now, the uh, the scarf of the Gulf Coast Gooners. And, um, yes, we had a great chat about the game today, looked at our lineups, looked at ultimately what um, we might see from our team. So do give that a listen. Do give that a watch if you haven't done so already. Certainly should be on your listing for the morning leading up to the game. Now, we need to discuss yesterday's Premier League results. Manchester City 2, Everton 0. For some time, it seemed like Everton might hold on and keep things at 0-0. However, 
Erling Haaland did an Erling Haaland and scored twice. Uh, the first goal, a smashing right-footed effort. The second goal absolutely bullied Jared Branthwaite, who actually up until that point had a really good game. He's been linked to Arsenal as Branthwaite, and he does look a real talent at a really young age, but Erling Haaland levels uh, above him and a brilliant run and finish and brilliant pass from De Bruyne as well, who now back for Manchester City. It seems like it's just inevitable that Manchester City will continue to win their games. Meanwhile, Fulham beat Bournemouth in rather impressive victory for Marco Silva. Luton Town lost at home to Sheffield United and a really damaging result for their survival hopes. Brentford beat Wolves. Nottingham Forest lost at home 3-2 in Crowther, a chaotic game with Newcastle, in which VAR and refereeing decisions again came to the fore with Toa Awanyi not being given what was a blatant penalty call. And Liverpool beat Burnley in a 3-1 win. Pretty comfortable for them after, of course, they took the lead for a second time following an equaliser before halftime. And the luckiest team in the world, Tottenham Hotspur, scored a 97th-minute winner against Brighton. It's the, Man United and Spurs this season have got away with murder. The amount of times in which they have managed to play horribly and still come out with a jammy late win is beyond me. I'm thinking about last week's game against Wolves. I'm thinking about this game against Brighton. I'm thinking about the Sheffield United home game for Spurs. It is ridiculous how fortunate they are. Moving forwards, though, and the pressure is, of course, therefore on Arsenal. All of Arsenal's rivals at the top of the table, Liverpool, Manchester City, etc., win their games, meaning that Arsenal will have to win their fixture to keep the pressure on those at the top. They cannot afford to allow this let-up. If they want to go above Manchester City and into third place, they're going to have to score as many as six goals in today's game against West Ham to get ahead of them. Actually, I think it could even be more. It might even need to be seven because of the way that goals four works in the league this season. But yeah, it's going to be very difficult for Arsenal to go second. But they can, of course, reopen that gap to fourth place um, and close the gap to the top to just two points. Uh, Liverpool's next game is an away fixture at Brentford, so you'd hope that maybe there's something there. Meanwhile, Manchester City will host Chelsea. Arsenal, our next game is away at Burnley. So you'd hope that next week, when the reverse of kind of the difficulties are around, maybe Arsenal can pounce on some opportunities at Turf Moor. Meanwhile, Granite Xhaka, we have to mention this. It's not directly related to Arsenal, but it's certainly worth a mention because not only is it a former Arsenal legend in Granite Xhaka, those who might think he's not a legend, you're entitled to your view. I love the guy. Granite Xhaka and Bayer Leverkusen downing Harry Kane and Bayern Munich to win 3-0 on the weekend in an amazing victory for Xabi Alonso and an amazing result for the Bundesliga as well. A massive congratulations to Bayer Leverkusen. There is something quite Arsenal, isn't there, about Leverkusen in some ways because they're going up against the big juggernauts of the league in Bayern Munich, whereas Arsenal, of course, doing that themselves with Manchester City and Liverpool. They've got a young coach who's relatively inexperienced, just embarking on his first real journey into the... Uh, into the world of management, there is a lot of parallels to make. And not only, of course, they're the direct link between Leverkusen and Granit Xhaka being there also. So he has been excellent and he has been excellent this season and continues to just justify that view that I had in the summer that we should not have let him go. Yes, you can bring in more midfielders. Yes, you can bring in more players. You can still bring in Declan Rice, but we shouldn't have let go of Granite Xhaka. And even though we've got a very good fee for Granite Xhaka, he's proven to be an absolute pivotal part of that Bayer Leverkusen side. It is what it is. The move is done. 
And so uh, we need to just kind of, I suppose, walk away of our tails caught between our legs and be frustrated and hopefully in the end, please, that we've done what we've done and we can still benefit from the players that we brought in, like Rice, like Havertz, etc., as we will hope to see today. Now, I wanted to end part one of the show uh, before we get to the Gabrielle story, just with an interesting statistic that cropped up on my feed yesterday, uh, courtesy, I think it was the Transfer Market um, Twitter account that highlighted how much money has been spent across managers in their careers uh, in Euros. Guardiola spent $2.04 billion, rather unsurprisingly. Jose Mourinho, $1.86 billion. Angelotti in third with $1.69 billion. Uh, Massimiliano Allegri with $1.4 billion. And then the fifth place manager. I was very surprised to see the Diego Simeone often described as somebody working on a budget, somebody working, you know, against the grain, if you like, has spent $1.21 billion, the most spent uh, by any of the top five uh, managers. Um, sorry, <laughs> the most spent by anyone outside of the top four is Simeone with that $1.21 billion. Then uh, Pellegrini with $1.2, Tuchel with $1.19, Antonio Conte at $1.17, Pochettino with $1.15, and Jurgen Klopp with $1.13. Again, very impressive to see what Klopp has done. Arteta not featuring there. Rather in, unsurprisingly so, uh, having only spent £590 million um, since arriving at Arsenal. It's often You often see those words by the critics shouting at the top of their lungs, but Arsenal's spent £700 million. No, they haven't. <laughs> it's just they're adding another Declan Rice on top of what's actually been spent on transfer fees by Mikel Arteta. So there's some clarity for those out there. Uh, Gabriel uh, discussing his frustration to the start of the season in an interview with Mark Man Bryans and uh, in The Independent. And to focus, you can read the whole interview on The Independent, of course, but I wanted to focus in on some specific quotes from this. He was asked about what it was like being benched at the start of the season. And he said, it was tough, obviously, at the start. I wanted to play and it was very difficult for me, but I understood what the coach had to do. It is difficult for any player to not be in the team, but now I'm back in and I want to keep working hard to prove my worth. He spoke to me and obviously explained the reasons behind the decision, why I should stay. But the most important thing was to remain focused and concentrate. He knew how important I was to the team. So I'm happy to be back and to be able to help the team in every game. Now, I wonder, some of those words are quite interesting from Gabriel, actually. Uh, the one there, specifically where he says, he, as in Arteta, spoke to me and obviously explained the reasons behind the decisions. The next words, why I should stay. Now, it's those words of why I should stay that are very interesting for me because, of course, at the end of that summer transfer window, we heard a lot of whispers about Saudi Arabian sides being very keen on Gabriel. And the fact that he was dropped, there was all, the, although it was being said to us, and, you know, I was certainly told that it was a tactical decision. I always felt as though there was something underlying that didn't quite add up as to reason as to why Gabriel was put on the bench. And I think that Gabriel has inadvertently, by saying the words, why I should stay, has perhaps revealed a little bit about maybe some of the reasons as to why. And I think that what we've understood here is that maybe there was more than meets the eye about those links in the summer. And maybe there was and I'm just speculating here, maybe there was some interest. And whilst it was still a little bit up in the air about whether or not uh, Gabriel would stay. And so therefore, uh, we found ourselves in the position where he felt he had to drop him and we had to change the back four until the window closed. And when it did close, Gabriel came back into the team and he stayed at the club. So just some food for thought there. Certainly not um, 
any guarantees. This is just purely a theory based upon some of the words that he said. But I thought it was quite interesting to see him use those words specifically. Lovely stuff. Right, let's move to part two and your questions right after this. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, uh, let's jump, shall we, into the chat box. Before I do, though, please, if you haven't done so already, drop a like on the video, continuing to help us to get to hashtag 1K every day. It really would be very much appreciated if you could help us out once again. We are doing this at the end of the season, if we can. And if, unfortunately, for whatever reason, it stops, um, it stops. But for right now, you've done an amazing job in supporting us, especially over a very difficult weekend where it is quieter, uh, with people not getting up for their nine to five morning routines but uh, thank you to those that continue to support the channel on audio and on video platforms as well uh, temmy's asking the question tom are you aware that when you meet a work target and you make a fist pump you are copying liverpool i i didn't know this temmy but i had had it alluded to me i'm expecting some legal papers through at some point to suggest that they've copyrighted fist pump so oh no there's another one, just Liverpool there, just getting very angry. <laughs> uh, Magambo says, is ESR in the team today or not? I I don't know is the answer. I don't know if he's going to be starting yet. There's not been any suggestions of the lineup so far. Um, what we do know is that Mikel Arteta is more open to using Smith-Rowe. We know that from the game that he played, of course, against Nottingham Forest as well. And what we also know is that Jorginho, who had a fantastic game against Liverpool, is certainly going to be in the mind of the manager as well. I think there's scope to see Smith-Rowe start. We could see Trossard start in the midfield. We could, I think, and what we will see is maybe Jorginho start. So I still think there is certainly plenty of questions to be answered by Mikel Arteta and the lineup but we'll have to wait until one o'clock this afternoon to find out what that is of course I'll be doing the uh, the live blog on the football.london website if you're unable to watch the game for whatever reason you want to stay up to date with everything make sure you follow us over at football.london because I'll be at the London Stadium doing the minute by minute live blog over there so do make sure you watch out for that um Jalali says Tom are you as excited as me about the planned investment in the youth setup, this was a rumor that was going around yesterday. I, I didn't include it in my um, in my slides because I, I don't know how reliable the source was that did emerge yesterday. Um, but there were suggestions that Arsenal are supposedly going to be looking to invest more money into Arsenal's youth academy system and to therefore um, compete with the likes of Chelsea, compete with the likes of Manchester City. I think it was Nigel B. Golf on Twitter saying this. I can't say I know too much about who they are or how they have any information about uh, things. But uh, yes, the suggestions were that Arsenal was set to compete with City and Chelsea for the best academy talents in the country. Uh, it's strange that they just say in the country. I think it's more so that it would be global. Certainly, Arsenal have a, need, have a need to invest more money into the youth because whilst there's a lot of frustration about Arteta's inability or lack of... Um, I suppose, keenness on some of the young players to use them. I think it's actually more down to do with the quality in the youth system at the moment. I don't think there is enough that Mikel Arteta can give more opportunities. I think he can be, he can be better, but I don't think that there is anywhere close to the level of talent that the likes of Chelsea and Manchester City 
have in their sides. And that's why we're not seeing. There's also an expectation around Arsenal that means that you can't necessarily do that. Shall we scroll up and see what some of the other comments are saying? Uh, Taboka says, Arteta has only managed for four years. You can't use that as an excuse for the money that he has spent. Um, I don't think it's an excuse. <laughs> it's it's not. I think it's been a few days since we've had some of Arteta's critics in the chat book. So welcome, um, I would say. But uh, yes, I mean, with the fact that he spent 590 million and the guy that he's up against has spent 1.2 billion pounds, the next manager, of course, Jurgen Klopp, spending 800 million pounds. Arsenal playing catch up. It's not an excuse. It's just a reason. It's just counting you might say. Uh, Mayer says uh, this should be the implementation of the blue card. Uh, one, uh, on the first book of offence uh, that you get a yellow and on two, on the second book of offence you get a blue and third on a book of offence you get a red card. So you think it should take three yellows before a player is sent off? Interesting theory. I'm not sure if it would be taken up, but uh, certainly it's an interesting one. Uh, certainly one that maybe they need to to consider using, but we'll see. Um, Darren says, what are the odds of Arsenal winning? 7-0 today so that they can move into second place. Not high. Not high at all. Uh, Ronald says, did we miss out on Grimaldo? Would he have worked in the Prem? I'm sure he would have worked in the Prem in a system that plays with wingbacks. Arsenal don't play with wingbacks. So Grimaldo and Jeremy Frimpong, for instance, in the way in which they're playing now, would not have been playing in the way in which we've expected them to play for Arsenal. Arsenal play with inverted fullbacks. We play in a very different system to what Bayer Leverkusen and Xabi Alonso plays. So we wouldn't be using that type of, uh, of structure. So Grimaldo, no, I don't think we missed out on him. He was a free transfer. He's been excellent for Bayer Leverkusen. But it is about systems and it is about ultimately players suiting sides and how they were. I mean, it's no surprise that Grimaldo has, of course, um, and what he's produced uh, for Bayer Leverkusen has been excellent. But it's also been significantly better than what he produced for Benfica before he left uh, the Portuguese league. And that's because he's now in a system that suits him even better than what he was being suited to do in uh, in Portugal. Um, and Jal Dari Latep, thank you so much for the kind donation. If you've meant to left a comment, I'll make sure to look out for uh, the follow-up comment. Um, but uh, thank you for the kind donation, mate. Uh, Fun Trick says, who do you personally think would win the league? I think it would be Man City. Man City have been my favourite since the start of the season. I think it would be mad to think anyone else would be the favourites to win the league after you've just seen them win a treble. So how it's just not justifiable to pick anybody else's favourites for the league when Man City have just come off the back of winning the Champions League, the FA Cup and the Premier League. Uh, Jalali says, is the pressure on Declan today? He struggled against his old employers since joining. It's a fair point. But what I would say is that I think actually now there's less, there's less pressure on Rice this time around because we know how they're going to react. We know how they're going to treat him. And he knows that as well. So he has, what's the word, I think? I think probably the better word is... Um, comfortability is not it. He's prepared. He knows there's no mystery around it. So he is going to be in a state of mind in which he doesn't have to worry about how they're going to treat him or what they're going to say about him, what they're going to do to him. We know what they're going to do. So he can just focus. He can be blinkered on Arsenal. He doesn't need to worry about what the West Ham fans are going to say or do because we know what they're going to do. They've exposed themselves in what they're going to do with Declan Rice. So there's no surprises exactly, Jalali. So that, I think, will mean that the pressure will be much more off him. Even though he'll face the pressure, he always does, I think there will be less because of how he now knows what they're going to say and do. Um, and Jaldari, who did leave us a very kind donation, says, can you describe to me the definition of a celebration which is over the top, an over-celebration? Uh, well, I mean, it's in its namesake, isn't it? But I think, Jaldari, an over-celebration, if it even exists, which is another question, 
is a celebration which does not contextually fit the occasion of to what that celebration has been implemented for would be my best tr like trance of celebrating it but um yeah I, over celebrations have arsenal ever over celebrated no is the answer they've not over celebrated it's football it's joyous when you score a goal when you win a game enjoy it you know it's as simple as that and uh, people that try and mud them often do it in a like, hypocritical way i've seen jamie carragher talk about Jurgen klopp running onto the field to hug allison in a completely different fashion to how he talked about martin erdegaard uh, using a, a camera to go take a picture of our photographer. Jamie Carragher needs to grow up a little bit there and uh, probably be a little bit more grounded in his views regarding celebrations and probably look back on some of the things that he has said personally about other teams like his own beloved Liverpool and how they've celebrated things in the past as well. It's just designed to get a reaction. It's designed to get me and others talking about it. And it works. We can't say that it doesn't work because it absolutely does work. We are talking about it. We are frustrated by it. So it's as simple as that um damon says if rice has a poor game again against west ham then i think we need to check who's really paying him. <laughs> um carl says ask troy dini for the word yeah goodness gracious me um rice uh rob says rice is forewarned about this you're absolutely right uh, lynn says tom last time we played west ham rice was effective affected by the hammers fans and do you think that'll be the same today again i've kind of touched on this i don't think so lynn i think that uh, he knows now what to expect. So I don't think that will be the same this time around. He's got to deal with that. He's got to deal with the pressure. He's at Arsenal now. You've got to deal with the expectation, the pressure around you, and he needs to have a really, really good game today. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, Devesh says, what positions need reinforcing in the summer? Striker, wide areas, midfield, defence. Simple as that. Uh, Lynn says, Tom, do you think that Arteta will play the American team today? Uh, and if so, we'll do a double pivot work against West Ham. We'll play the American team. What's the American team? Is that a typo, Lynn? I don't know what I meant. <laughs> the American, was he going to bring back Matt Turner and Austin Trusty, Balogun? We're going to throw them all in today. I can only assume that that is um, a bit of a typo, Lynn. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by the American team. But I'll let you, I'll, I'll delay answering your question because I think you might correct it. I don't know. Otherwise, I have no idea. In the double pivot bit, I think the Jorginho and uh, Rice kind of pivot. I think that is what we will use. So, yeah, let's see if we do. Uh, Sam says, Tom, what are your score predictions for today? I think I went 3-1 on the previous show. If you want to get more information about what I've gone for, then go and um, listen to our preview show that we did. Lynn says, Tom, I meant to say the same team. There we go. That's what I thought you meant. Uh, Tom, uh, do you think that Arteta will play the same team, not the American team today? And if so, a double pivot. Yeah, I think that he will. I think it will be Jorginho and Rice and Havertz up top because I don't think Jesus is back fit yet. So, yeah. Uh, Temi says, is Balogun performing well in France compared to Eddie? I haven't actually checked in since we last were asked about it. Of course, France and other European leagues have been on a, something of a winter break, so I don't think it's changed too much. Let's have a quick check. The last time I checked, he had four goals and four assists. And yes, he still has four goals and four assists for uh, in, in the league for, uh, for them. He wasn't actually in the squad for the last two games, rather interestingly. So he wasn't in the squad for the Marseille game. He wasn't in the squad for Le Havre either. Um, don't know why. He was in the game on the 8th uh, and he scored actually in their Coupe de France game against FC Rouen uh, in which they actually lost uh, on penalties, Monaco. That's quite ridiculous. Um, they lost 7-6 after a 1-1 draw in which Balogun scored a penalty 
um, in that game. But he's still underperforming. He's still not scored as many goals as Nketiah has this season. Um, Divesh says, who is your call going to be for man of the match? Uh, I'll go with Kai Havertz. I really hope that he can deliver a massive performance for us today. We could really, really do with it. Um, Win John uh, says, uh, Everton are going to be relegated this season. I mean, after being deducted as many points as they have and potentially another point deduction may be incoming if they are, if this latest charge leads to that. You can't think anything much than than what they will do. Uh, Rancid Pumpkin says, Frimpong was over-celebrating yesterday after he scored the 3-0. It makes him perfect for Arsenal. Yes, bring him in. He's a brilliant player. I've liked him since he was at Celtic. I remember doing a uh, an analysis article on him when he was at Celtic and what a buyer he's been for, for Leverkusen. Uh, Fuad says, Tom, what is going on with Vieira? We've not heard a word since his surgery on when he's coming back to training. No, we've not. He had two issues that were solved by the procedure. Hopefully he'll be back soon, but I really don't. I think that's the case. Right, we're going to bring the show to a close there because it is match day. It's going to be a slightly shorter show. Please do drop a like on the video if you could. Really appreciate your time and your support of the channel, as always. Do drop a like on the video and subscribe to it. Um, and those listening on audio platforms, if you've not already, hop over to YouTube and drop us a like to help us to our 1K everyday challenge. Uh, Damien here asking, how does the Kai song go? Well, you know the rules. It will be sung if we win the league. It's as simple as that. Anyway, thank you for listening. I'll see you again very, very soon. Have a fantastic day. Hopefully Arsenal don't ruin it for us. I will see you tomorrow morning for a breakdown of the game and more talk and chat about it. Have a fantastic Sunday. See you soon. Stay safe, stay well, stay respectful. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Too tired to clean your floors after playtime? Forgot to vacuum before your friends bring their little ones over? Let Eufy X10 Pro Omni help. Powerful 8,000 PA suction removes debris and MopMaster dual mop pads scrub away stubborn stains with ease. Save time and keep your floors cleaner. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.